Hey, what's up? Hello, welcome back, Mandem Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Tyler. I have with me my dearest old pal, Tiffer. Is that going to be your intro now? Hey, what's up? Hello? Maybe. I don't know. It's kind of catchy. Yeah, hey. Um, Find it and roll with it, man. Welcome to uh, our bonus episode of the week, which is our Moon Knight review. our Moon Knight episode, yeah. Yeah. And we're going to do things a little different. We usually like push our big stuff to the end. That's what she said. But sometimes people like their big stuff right up front. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's what she said. That's what she said. Ah, double. Um, but yeah, this time we're gonna go ahead right up front with the Moon Knight trailer. Um, it's gonna be spoilers. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Yep. It's gonna be everywhere. This is gonna be in the title. This is gonna be in the description. So if you listen to this and you have spoilers, you clearly didn't listen to me right now. And you and the read fact the that this is a review episode. Yes. Well, should spell it out too. Well, yeah. But I know there's some who, you know. Yeah. <laughs> That's you not know. their thing. You know, that outlaw. He's got Oh he's got some issues with listening, you know. Oh my god. But uh You did not. Anyway, this isn't a <laughs> outlaw episode. <laughs> oh my god. So You know what's um, funny though is cause he won't watch Moon Knight right away. He won't even listen to this right away. He won't even hear my shit talking. <clears throat> it's a shame. So, spoilers from this point on. There's your warning. Yep. <clears throat> Heavy uh, spoilers. I first reaction loved it. Oh, absolutely. It was while obviously I want more action because I like action. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. But it, it to was set it up was, the whole story. Yeah. It was good. And and we didn't really get a ton of the action, but we got all the before and after the aftermath, yeah, yeah, which was really cool. Them, it was a unique take. Yeah, the transitions. In like I said, dude, we are seeing a very unique and entertaining hero. I, yeah, it's. I'm excited. The suit looks great. I mean, Oscar Isaac's acting was top notch yeah. as always. Um, yeah, I mean some of that those like small like Marvel humor jabs in there, but overall it was a darker story. You know, you know? uh it's some scary like you know, some scary parts to it, which oh, I yeah. like. You know, the, definitely the horror aspect. Tone. Yeah. yeah. Konshu, the mirrors Conshu and... looks fucking terrifying, yeah. but awesome. Yeah. So cool. Wasn't Ethan that... Hawk, badass. God, that close up. Dude. Of Conshu. Yeah. Dude, the beef, I was like, not the expecting face. the yeah, dude. like whole screen. It was cool. I, it looks great. It's so crazy to me. I didn't even realize. So the name is the Goldfish Problem. Yeah, and then it didn't even dawn on me. So for I watched it like an hour and a half after it came out this yeah. morning because I had to work. But then you know we just watched it right, right before, before we started recording right when i got home well not right when and it honestly had just dawned on me yeah. you know because it's too bad we can't do that every time timing just worked that you could come over and you could watch it it's yeah. too bad we can't just do this every time just this watch sucks it about being an adult go right into it we can watch it should. yeah i know right Life. um but yeah the, if you're listening to this and you're a kid don't listen to this but don't grow up <laughs> But uh, this is explicit. It had just dawned on me that you know, the goldfish problem. The yeah. Problem with the the fin. The one and fin. That's yeah. what, how he. Yeah. That's how what it really, really sent. That's what really sent him. 
Yeah, that and the date. Yeah. Dude, yeah, the date yeah. was really that I turning loved, point. I loved how it all played. Oh, yeah. I, I mean... It was... It I'm was, excited. Oh, very. Yeah, five more episodes going, now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> no post-credit scene. No. Um, I was very... Ex- not excited. That's the bad word. It was nice to hear his Mark personality, which I know we had kind of heard it before, is yeah. just him. Because where I know him from Star Wars and Poe Dameron, like that's the familiar Oscar Isaac voice to me. So like while his accent's great, um, like he does it very well. It's just weird to me to watch someone who I know has a different to hear like two exactly. voices come and, out of him. Yeah, like and it's obviously more common to have like like British actors come over and do American roles like Tom Holland. Yeah. And that's weird. But this was this was yeah. odd, but he's great, and I'm I'm curious to see if we get to see more personalities too, like Jake yeah. Jake Lockley, so the cab driver. Yeah, more um, voices, more no, accents. There was no confirmation or even mention of him to be on the show, so a lot of people yeah. think he's going to get left out, if not maybe temporarily. Like I I've said, my idea I think if they were just going to pursue Stephen Mark and then together as the Moon Knight. Yeah. And maybe something happens like in the Netflix style fashion, shit hits the fan end of the season. Maybe he gets fucked up. Yeah. Wait, like maybe the beginning of season two, he is this new personality. Yeah. And then when he realizes who he is, you know, now we have mm. Jake who's just joined the fold. What if they just open you know, up? Little idea. Open up on like him <clears throat> in the cab, right? For season one or for season two, open up on him just driving the cab and then just feed things slowly. Like we open up on him in the cab. So you're like, okay, well, this is weird. He's driving a cab, but Moon Knight fans are going to know what it is. Uh But then you catch, well, wait, his clothes are different. His accent's different. And then you catch the name and then you catch the rest of the personality. Yeah. And that's kind of episode one, just like we got here. But that's how they introduced the second one. Just thought, you know me. I like to, I like to try to write things. I uh, I liked the lengths he went to to stay in his room. Oh yeah, like the the restraints, the, the sand, salt sand, whatever. It yeah, is, yeah, the all the locks on the door, and then the tape. Yeah, which I thought was cool. Yeah, it's uh, well, and then it, when he woke back up after the two day bender. Um, it was kind of not, not weird, but it really showed his trust in that, like his trust in that system, even though he basically knew it was flawed before, but even after all that crazy shit and this crazy dream, he wakes up and, Oh, Oh my, my, my chain's good. I'm good. Like, it's crazy. The amount of like, because they caught, they referred him as the idiot in the show. Uh And it's really true. Like how, how dumb do you have to be to (laughs) be like, yeah, well, he's just a normal guy. Well, that's the thing, you know? and he's so, yeah, he's so normal. Like he, like he's out fly of under the radar. This shit, very quiet. So, and the thing I noticed about the show, now we didn't hear anybody talking back, but he's on the phone with twice with his mom. So yeah. to me, so so Moon Knight is Mark Spector. Like Mark Spector is yep. the man. It's his body. Which they also made that very clear from the beginning. Of the episode, like Mark, Mark, Mark. But so, well, 
you you don't know what he could be doing when Mark's taken over. Like he's got a whole oh. other life. Oh yeah, yeah. But my my point is, Stephen was just a personality. Yeah. But if Stephen's just a personality, he doesn't have a mom. So either a he's calling and like leaving messages or something maybe yeah. to a number he thinks is his mom or something yeah or it's his real mom and the care and he re- like Stephen Grant is the main is the main um, identity but Could like be. that doesn't make any sense to me because unless like, the, the way they've set it up is like Stephen Grant is the perfect cover for when yeah. Mark is going into hiding oh yeah you know what I mean because. Because he is he's, so fly under the radar. He's working at a museum. In a gift shop, yeah. That Well, yeah. But in Egyptian lore, you know, yeah. which is his whole oh, shtick. Yeah. Um, With alligators everywhere. <clears throat> yeah. Um, they weren't shy throwing that in there. So, I don't know. Just food for let's, thought. Uh, let's do like a run through. As best as our memory will serve us. From beginning to end of the episode, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, we kind of just explained most of it. Yeah, I know, but just kind of a, just in order, just a quick in order. Um. Uh, okay. Um. Well, so I can see, and then I want to go out of order. Opens up with him and the Ken. This is all by memory. Opens up. It's him in bed, right? That's what, or no, it's him. It's uh, Ethan Hawke. Yep. That's what they open up on. Um, so they very clearly, which we knew about the alligators and, and all that, but then he's putting glass in his shoe and all this weird stuff, which it's, I'm wondering if that is something, if that's something original he came up with, but he said he studied serial killers. So I'm wondering um, maybe if that's a trait he found in his research that he came up with to put the glass in the shoes. You know what I mean? I'm just, or yeah, I, I don't, I don't know much about. Yeah. Like, Cause I mean, I don't, I don't believe that came from the rituals. comics, but yeah, it was just interesting. Cause it was such a large part of that opening was him crushing the glass and putting everything as cringy as I'll get out. But, uh, then, then we're on Mark. We're on Steven. Or Steven. Well, it's all. I'm going to do that a lot over the next six things. Wakes up in bed, gets things. it up. He goes to his job. He's yeah, mild-mannered guy. Taken advantage of yeah, by the... Kind of a beta male. Yeah. You know, overall. Um, and yeah, but he's they go right into that he's very knowledgeable about all the Egyptian culture and all that. Because he's trying to like be a tour guide. Um, you also get to see when the girl comes up and ask him, like, is talking about, oh, dinner, you know, tomorrow at seven. Um, so apparently I guess Mark really plays, doesn't just play an action role, I guess, in his life. He sometimes, I guess, has to fill in for him at work because how else would he know the tour guide or maybe just. Maybe ran into her at a bar or something, but if he if there's something Steven can get access to that Mark yeah. can't, then yeah, he would play. He would pull some strings. Yeah, but I'm just I'm curious as to well, and does does Mark have any? Does he have memories of Stevens? 
I don't. I don't think. So. I don't think it works like that. I think it's. It's just you. Know, it's in the comics. It's three personalities. Yeah. That just happen to, you know. They all rotate, just live separate. Con- rotate control of the body. Yeah. But they have their own thoughts, feelings, friends, yeah. enemies. Well, that's that's my <clears throat> well, and that's my thought though. Like in Split, they were aware of the others, but I'm what like Stephen wasn't aware of Mark until the voice in the head and then all the other signs. So, but Mark, I think it's one of those things you don't notice unless like the things in your, you. in your life start going weird. Like yeah. you, you miss well, dates and, and Mark or you're being, in the Alps instead of London. Yeah. Well, and Mark you know. being a mercenary, he's obviously very calculated and I'm sure he thinks things through. So maybe he's figured all this out earlier. Yeah. But he like knows about Steven. He knows Steven's personality. He knows so he is seems very aware of the other personality where Steven doesn't. So I'm just I'm I'm curious as to how that dynamic works. Yeah. Um, especially for control, you know. I'm glad to see they went the comic route with Ethan Hawk too. Cause then we kinda yeah. get into him going into town and, and doing all the whole shit show this is after we see him wake up what, what we thought was under was the bottom of a cliff in the trailer um, oh yeah yeah when steven woke up on the ground we thought he was on the bottom of a cliff after the car crash like after the the von doom truck uh-huh. what a fucking tease that was um after the von doom truck uh chase we thought he was like down at the bottom of a cliff yeah but it he was like apparently came out this window of a building or whatever um also does he have uh, healing abilities does moon knight because i'm not as i mean i'm just curious with the whole jaw where he kind of jacked all that back into place yeah well and again we don't know the details of the extent of his powers yet yeah um comics he could be original yeah comics he was mostly like very human so no like uh regenerative features or anything like that like cap like probably heals okay. fast but like okay. he's like he's got he's like peak physical condition yeah but and he's i'm not sure pain worldly is strong or yeah or nothing um yeah. well, again, so, like he could take damage and sh- like as we saw he, he can take damage take a lot of damage yeah. um i really not just plus he's a mercenary damage, but, like a career mercenary yeah. so his body is used to a lot of that shit by now. And I can't wait to see how we, when we get to see the uh, Ethan Hawk-Mark relationship. Because as soon as I know you, mercenary. Yeah. So. I'm, and then the whole clearly judgment had, thing, too. Yeah, so he knows a lot about him. And yeah, because the scale just wouldn't level out either way. There's chaos in you. And it, it almost... It's like it scared him. It's like it scared Ethan Hawke, you know, because it's like like he's never seen this before. But anyway, I'm glad they're going the comic route with him uh, because the way it was going, yeah, we kind of had some ties. But in the comics, like in the comic, we knew he was probably tied to, is it Amit? Yep. Um, we know he's probably tied. he was probably tied to Amit, but I'm glad that he is Amit in human form he is exactly that by when he takes that the soul of that woman because it 
it was just they really just went deep into the comic there to they pulled like they yeah. I'm saying they didn't create something, you know, out of the blue. They gave us what we wanted. So that's cool. <laughs> it's, um, but it's, yeah, alligators everywhere in the show. <laughs> uh, uh, then where are we at next? I wish I wish we could I guess we could probably watch the show while we while we do a run through of it. Like not live, but skim through it. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I mean know. no. Let it's, us know. Can I'm, we do that? Let us know in comments. There's a fun little car chase. Social media uh, at I, random podcast. I like the uh the little like final destination <laughs> you know yeah. part with the tree truck. Um uh, the camera angles too. Like all these shots and the quick his shifting like yeah like between identities is is tripping. oh yeah and i love how it's like everything shakes yeah it's like everything shakes and everything is just immediate it's almost calm it's like it's chaotic mark takes over comes back calm yeah. steven's in charge okay you watch the chaos because- grow because Mark knows Mark what he's doing. It. Exactly. And, yeah. So I really hope we get to see the other side of these, though. Like, I hope we get to see, and that might be episode two, we get to see Mark's, all these things like where he's disappearing. One, exactly. The flop. From Mark's perspective. Like, maybe, I mean, obviously we're going to follow some different things. We're not going to see him in the museum or in, like in the gift shop. But we'll get to see all those fights and maybe what he's doing. We'll probably, I'm sure we're going to get to see him meet the girl. Yeah. This show is going to be trippy, though. Like, where it's going to, I think it's going to jump back and forth the it, time. It says it does exactly what they said it would. And this yeah. is to be like a me- inside his head. Like, that's yeah. where this takes place. Hence why there's not a lot of MCU references. Yeah. It's, and so far, like, that's like you. This whole episode anything. was yeah, so literally far. focused on his internal yeah. struggle. If it didn't say jump. Marvel Studios, you wouldn't have known it was Marvel Studios. Honestly. Yeah. Because there was nothing. References yeah, I mean, or, or anything. Other than the fact that it's Moon Knight. But yeah. like no, there was. But no, I mean, like there was no references no. of any like name or nothing. No Thanos, no Cap Shield, no banner for uh rogers play but there was a jab at avatar which i thought was yes. funny because that's i think that's the first like marvel yeah jab at true all oh, the the blue people yeah i love that movie that which i mean isn't i guess it's not a jab i'm not saying like they were insulting. oh yeah no not jab. well yeah even if they were who cares it's like one of the biggest movies ever <laughs> but one where when's two come out 2023 i think yeah it was cool to see uh, also to not just see to hear the reference of Avatar uh, because that's another big thing from when in the comics Amit did and did go into did use a human as an avatar um, they were very quick to address all this there, there was a yeah. great it was a great intro episode is what I'm trying to say um, yeah because it good groundwork around yeah you really well, left not a whole lot of questions other than questions they wanted you to be left with. Like, they answered all the little stuff. They've given us enough origin that those who have looked into it, or like you who had who had read the comics growing up, 
Um, they know, but it's also enough for people who don't know to say, okay, I can kind of get what's going on here. Like, this is yeah. who he is. This is what he's doing. But yeah, it it seems to be uh, great so far. But so then we, that's when we get into that whole crazy scene with the chase and all. The Von Doom tease, <laughs> that, I guess. That was funny. Wake me well, up before, before you, you go, go. go. <laughs> and then when he threw the gun. <laughs> no Von Doom, nothing. No. Um, well, and for, for and I called it. I said I didn't think it would be just that the truck is completely different. Yeah, like that. It's including nothing, including the cargo. But I did like Moon Knight is not going to be how they introduce Doctor. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. You know. Well, I don't think it would have ever gone any further than the like Easter nod, egg of yeah. the name. Yeah. Um, like essentially putting like Stark Tower in Spider Man if Spider Man was first, you know. Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, with that whole the whole scene, that was great. It was quick. Ooh, the camera movements were <clears throat> the ca- again the transitions back and forth because we switched multiple times there. I mean, it was almost like Steven was letting go without actually letting go. Which yeah. Then we see him at the end of the episode. Let me take control. Yeah, and actually then, able. That, oh. was, that was so cool. Yeah, so good. Just the. Like almost like he fell back into as it. That trust fall. Yeah, as if we're not. Uh, I don't know what's happening, but I'm just gonna let it happen. <laughs> exactly. That is a dangerous game, actually. Um. Also, I'm curious to see how far Ethan Hawke's cult goes, or he studied cult leaders. That's what he studied. Um. I'm I'm curious as to how far Ethan Hawke's cult goes because we've seen now different like his people. Reach. Oh, yeah. like does he have people of power? Yeah, because oh yeah, the I'm faces sure. didn't look the same. I mean, obviously, I we didn't analyze all the faces, but they didn't look like the same people in the museum that were out in the street. So, what? Say anal. <laughs> Did I say anal? Analyze. <laughs> Are we five? <laughs> um, I don't know. You got eyes in your butt. <laughs> yes, and. <clears throat> Now you've thrown me off. Don't even. This is my one to your ten. If this is going to be a really slow, I'm going to have to cut this it's episode just, together so much. We're, we're, we're good. And, but yeah, I'm curious to see how far his reach goes because the people in the museum weren't the same, didn't appear to be the same people that were in the street, like following him. Oh, so, right, 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 yeah, right, right. Like, like nobody was it, acting weird. Yeah, essentially, Steven has now learned that he can't trust anybody. Like, at no point, people he knows, the security guard he knew, like, they're all him. Or they're all, not him, they're all in his clan. So, not clan. Um, his secret cult. club. Cult. Cult. Um, clans probably all at once. Not, it's not just related to that really bad thing. (laughs) Yes. So then that's when we really get into the whole, the end scene with that jackal. I think we've probably skipped a couple scenes, but that's okay. Um, the, what I'm assuming, (laughs) what I'm assuming is going to be the MCU's version of a jackal, maybe (laughs) without the. We normally think of a jackal in armor, but it had the, the vibe of a, demonic dog like, yeah like a demonic starved chupacabra. jackal yeah 
you know, like it, like that creepy, like I could see that crawling out of a haunted pyramid, you know? It was like a starved werewolf, like, yeah, (laughs) for real. But yeah, that was, that was creepy, but also it was Marvel because they put some comedy into that scene. Like while that scene was very tense and while he's, he is like being chased by this monster and being told, you know, give it up and you won't be torn to pieces. <laughs> and there's still some cut, like when he just kind of, and threw the book bag off to the side and they, they still introduced that comedy in there. And then Did he just throw the gun. <laughs> I also love that. Parasite. Like, like there's a sense of humor about, uh, what's his what's his name? Kanshu. Kanshu. There's a sense of humor about him. Like it's not just all serious all the time. I also love that they refer to him to Stephen as ah oh, the idiot, the idiots <laughs> in charge, the imbecile or whatever. I know they might say that too. The at idiots one point. back. Yeah, oh, the idiots back. Um. Yeah, I mean that was great. That was really it. I'm I'm super excited. Yeah, and again, no post credit scene. Yeah, but I mean first episode. Who knows? Yeah. So, well, and it's not like we they've always all, had one. Oh, no. One well, Marvel and their shows, I think they've only had like one post credit scene per series. Did any have more well, than one? WandaVision, I thought, had more than one. It might have had maybe two, but I it didn't have one every episode, I know. It had a few, because remember, one of them was um, Darcy coming, or no, no, not Darcy. Um, who the fuck was it that came through the radio or that came through the TV and, and oh, Wanda? It was, it was Jimmy. We, yeah. 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 Um, um, oh, yeah. I guess that was a post credit scene. But it, I know there wasn't one. I'm pretty sure. I don't and there, know. You know there what? was one with the Cat Daniels. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to find out here ahead of May because May 4th, because we're going to need to watch one, rewatch WandaVision. I'm going to rewatch WandaVision ahead of Doctor Strange. Yeah. So, we'll we'll fact check that. Wow. That's that's insane. What is it? May fourth, Star Wars Day. Uh, yes, it is and the original you, Star Wars Day. You the or not the original? It's the new Star the Wars. The new Day, one. And you, the self-proclaimed largest Star Wars nerd that no. I know. Um, by far, not and the largest. Going, I'm a big fan. <laughs> not the largest. You're going to choose WandaVision or Star Wars? Because Star Wars is releasing theirs on the 25th. I'm still going to watch Star Wars on the 1st. At some point, Star Wars will be played in this house. But I'm also going to watch Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. But yeah, then, and that may be why they pushed Obi-Wan. All the way to May 25th. Also, it it works with it being the 45th anniversary and blah, blah, blah. But could be why all that was was shifted. I mean, I'm fine with it. Because now we have this, which is going to take us into April. We have... Is it going to take us through? might take us through April. It might take us to May. Not sure when the last episode of Moon Knight's supposed to air. Six episodes. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, and but April first we have uh, Morbius, 
and then we're leading right, we're keeping with Moon Knight right into Doctor Strange. Obviously, Doctor Strange is going to be a very large deal. Like we're going to uh, rewatch it, that multiple it's times. Gonna change the whole MCU again. Absolutely, and we're going to watch it. We're going to want to rewatch it a second time. We're going to be talking about it as well as everybody's going to be analyzing Moon Knight like crazy. Yeah. But there's going to be a lot going on in Marvel in general coming up over the next three or four months. And speaking of Doctor Strange, we finally got a runtime on it. Yep. Two hours and 28 minutes. So two and a half hours. Phew. Yeah. I mean, yes, but... It almost worries me because they talked about going back for reshoots and adding all these cameos. Like, yeah, unless it's another one big scene, where does it all fit? If it's, I mean, I figured it would be, I figured it would probably be this two and a half hours, but yeah, you know, I mean, it's once be they a big said story with lots yeah. of cameos, probably. Well, and when they said they were going back for reshoots, I thought for sure they would just go ahead for the three hours. Batman went the three hours. And people are wishy-washy, but Batman fans love it most. So well, that's the thing. They don't want to yeah. because a lot of people are still on the fence or against like comic book movies having a place in Hollywood. Yeah. So, you know, they're I think they're just trying to cross their T's, dot their I's. So yeah. that way they stay Ride in a some reasonable middle line. Yeah, so mm. that way, the reasonable runtime, like, yeah. you know, that way casual fans don't get bored or yeah. whatever. But I'm sure they take into account, too, like, just like YouTube takes into account and podcasting takes into account how long someone listens to your podcast, like what percentage of it. Yeah. So, or what your movie, maybe that's a big deal to them, too, is they're like, well, we don't want people tuning out. Like, we don't want people leaving for a half hour to go to the bathroom. Um, you know, because it's a three hour movie. So yeah, they're probably just riding this weird middle line. Um, but speaking of Dr. Strange and things he's done, uh, well, <laughs> with Morbius coming out, uh, they've basically confirmed now it's heavily, heavily rumored that Andrew Garfield will probably show up in a post credit scene to Morbius and it will set him up as he will be the Spider-Man for the villain universe. Villain verse, yeah. Yeah, the so um Venom and Morbius and Craven the Hunter. Craven and whoever else we're gonna get now. I'm sure we'll get uh Scorpion and Yeah. Um Rhino. So what if, if oh if Paul okay, so Paul Giamatti's Rhino could be the Rhino of this universe then. The mech suit rhino. If Andrew, if it's Andrew Garfield's and universe. You know what's crazy is that instantly makes him like with the biggest rogue gallery yeah. of live action Spider Man. And we that have gives him Lizard, Electro, Green Goblin. Yeah. Now Craven, Venom, Carnage, Morbius, Rhino. That's eight. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming we'll introduce Black Cat soon. If if I mean, there's talk. There's no like one. If he, I I'd say if he gets confirmed as, oh please, please let Deadpool be in this universe too. Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man with Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool. 
Um, but I'm just thinking know. if I they think him and Tom would be funnier. Which I know sounds I guess, stupid yeah, because Tom, Andrew and Ryan are like really good yeah. friends in real life. But I just something about because Tom is going through the the boy to man exactly yep, and where he Deadpool is a foul mouthed, mm-hmm. dark humored adult. Yeah, I I think that would work really good. And you know, Spider Man or Tom is looking for a mentor. Now, I mean, he's alone. <laughs> So maybe he's not openly looking, but maybe he's uh, got a void. <laughs> oh, oh, please let him say that. Like, I've just got this void I need filled. Let Deadpool just run <clears throat> with that joke. So I have an idea that... So they had this huge rumor Sony wanted to set up a movie or maybe like a trilogy of yeah. basically they wanted to do like symbiote. Deadpool wouldn't be in the universe. It's Sony. Never mind. I'm an idiot. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say it. Yep. Um, I I forget almost that Sony still owns it. Sadly. Um. So they talked about put trying to put together like a symbiote wars event, like introducing Null, like the god of the symbiotes, mm-hmm. and uh, it would be the three Spider Men reunited to fight the symbiotes. Now this would be so perfect right now because a Toby had and got rid of a symbiote, okay? Yeah. B, maybe by this time that that movie comes out, Tom has a symbiote. And Andrew, yeah. who wanted to fight aliens, will get a symbiote. And then we, we could see three symbioted Spider-Men fighting together. So, quick fan cast then. If we get a symbiote, we're probably going to get an Eddie Brock. So, MCU, Eddie Brock, what would you think? Who who would you think could be cast as that? <clears throat> it would probably be the next movie for Spider-Man, I think, is going to be a jump forward. So, he's probably going to be in his 20s. Um, catch him up more to real life age, I the, think. The way that they've been, because now technically the MCU is in... 2027. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the, the jumps aren't going to be that big. I I think we'll you think probably see You think we're going to let him... real time catch up to them? Well, no, not so much. I think, like, we're going to pick up, like, he is... He's been this loner for a yeah. while, and he's like maybe a little lonely, sad, whatever. It's his dark place. He's been like there Andrew like a, like a year, maybe two years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, well, and they could really use it as <clears throat> the dark place, as as the direct tie to Andrew, because that was kind of his line up on the top of the school was. I got dark. I stopped pulling my punches, and maybe he stops pull. Starts to stop pulling his punches, and then we go back to No Way Home and remember what Andrew said, and we start. It maybe he pulls his punches again, and maybe that's the next movie. I don't know. He no? he was kind of sad at the end of No Way Home, but he like he was he was up, he was chipper. You know, what I mean, he yeah. doesn't look like he's gonna beat the shit out of somebody. You think he's going to pick up maybe an internship <laughs> somewhere and go the science Peter Parker route? Or maybe, I'm, probably um, pizza delivery, honestly. I, we'll see. I think I think we're going to see an MC... Uh, son of a bitch. <laughs> we're going to see an Insomniac. 
I see yeah. an insomniac kind of Spider-Man story. Maybe he's interning, maybe with a Dr. Octavius or a yeah. Dr. Connors. Who knows? Yeah. And then, you know, the he, he happens to take pictures on the side or something like that. Like this yeah. next movie, I don't I don't even care at this point who the villain is. I I would like to see a couple years into the future. I would like to see he's pursuing science. He's st- still doing his little tinkerings and he's building himself different equipment. I want to see him learning to to like photograph like yeah. it's something he just picked up for the cash. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's bumbling with it a little bit. Yeah. Something where he's like, they like want I, pictures. They want pictures of the Spider-Man. Exactly. You know? I, the typical story. If the, if I had a hand in writing this, like the whole thing would be about his growth. Like I want it to be each movie. If we got to three trilogies, as I've said several times, till I'm blue in the face. Yeah. I would want each movie to be a significant step forward, so that way, Homecoming to. No place like home. Yeah. You know, whatever number nine is, it is two completely different men. So. Well, boy, man. Something I just thought about with the consequences of No Way Home, right? And maybe him interning with the Dr. Octavius. Sure. So we've gotten quite a few storylines now, including the movie, the Spider, the original Spider-Man trilogy storyline where he is kind of he wasn't as much interning for dr octavius then like in the spider-man trilogy but studying under him studying him in that second one yeah, yeah. he like he knew who he was and yeah through connection Maybe the start of his a kurt connor's exactly got him introduced exactly and so now i mean clearly tom tom's peter no clearly tom's peter knows man the that's what it's going to be referred to as because it's Sussy. funny to me. What, Clearly, like the Peter Tingle, the Peter Tingle. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. So, Tom's Peter knows the the story arc of Doctor Octavius. So, what if now, just like in um, Into the Spider Verse, we had a female? Uh, uh I say, uh, how many times do I say? Uh, we have a female Dr. Octavius, so maybe we can kind of go a storyline of this Dr. Octavius, because we, we know we're leading to possibly a Spider-Gwen female Spider-Man anyway, um, a Miles Morales probably. Yeah. So instead of this one turning, because Tom's Peter knows that <laughs> Tom's Peter knows that he that's kind of his destiny or whatever to turn, so he makes sure that doesn't happen. But then in turn, maybe an accident happens and Dr. Octavius' daughter, let's say in her mid-20s, is also a scientist and starts to take over this these reins and then we still get our evil Dr. Octavius, but it's not the doctor, it's not the, the Dr. Octavius we know, it's his daughter. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, I mean, it wouldn't make sense now for a Dr. Octavius to turn if Peter is still interning under him but we're seeming to pull a lot here from the insomniac game so and the thing is why not you know kind of adjust the storyline some, some villains have overlapped because like you know we've got two green goblins yep. so far right so vultures similar ish <clears throat> yeah you know so it's not the end of the world 
Yeah. If Peter gets his own Doctor Octopus down the the end of like later down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not it's not the end of the world. Plus, there's still just be a cool... ton of other villains. I mean, Chameleon, uh, Tombstone. Yeah. Um, a movie with Kingpin. Dude, and fucking yeah. Daredevil. Oh, nerdgasm. Yeah, I mean. Nerdgasm. It's, it's on its way. <laughs> wow, we really just. Yeah, I know. We, we went, love Spider-Man around we here, down. obviously. Yeah, well, it's because we mentioned into the Spider-Verse. But anyway, we're not getting a new Spider-Man for a while. Yeah, yeah. Let's, I mean, stop um, getting everybody's hopes up. Exactly. But uh, speaking of getting hopes up, Marvel has released a toy for Thor that looks to show some new armor for him. Yeah. Um, it's it's like... Uh, so we shared it on, on our Facebook. If, at Man if I remember Facebook. correctly, because I remember seeing the comic before there was a time where Thor took over the rule of Asgard and he absorbed the power of Odin. Yeah. And this seems to pull a lot of inspiration from that. So there's a chance that he has to do something to save a world, multiple worlds, whatever, maybe create a new Asgard, something, but he becomes... Odin. Do we know exactly when well, Thor: Love and Thunder is taking place? I mean, no, not so, specifically, but from it just sounds, you know, in the so here's my around thought. the same time. So in the Miss Marvel trailer, she has the shirt on with Hope, Valkyrie, and Captain Marvel. So, like I had mentioned before, so unless Valkyrie's doing something we don't know about, she's kind of quietly ruling the new Asgard, and the only introduction that we have on Earth to Valkyrie was the final battle, right? So, she's not in the any, so like the Avengers play, I understand that timeline isn't right, but Ant-Man's in there, which I guarantee you we're going to address that at some point in the MCU, why Ant-Man was in that play in Hawkeye. <laughs> but my my why, why do you read into that? My I'm thought sure because he's the only one that's out of place. I realize that, but it I feel like it was just a on purpose for the show, but a fuck up. I get you want to bet? Okay, what what I bet major... you a bottle. I bet you a bottle of Jack Daniels. I'm not taking that bet. Nah, because because oh, no, I win. No, because I need to hear your argument. How, okay, okay. You ready for it? What is what is your leverage to to say they're going to do something with it? Yeah, like what what would the the consequences be? Like what? Not huge consequences, right? But here's the thing: Why would Ant Man tell me? Why would Ant Man be at the Battle of New York in real life or in the play? In real life, like like has, if, if, if it if happened in play, the movie, if that play was on true events, right? So Ant Man, people in the world think Ant Man was there. Why would he be there? I know you know this answer. Why would he be at the Battle I, I of New don't. York? Where did Stephen Tony leave him? And we never saw him vanish. We saw Stephen Tony go back in time. We never saw Ant-Man go back in time. He was left in New York. 
so he was left in New York. If Ant-Man was left in New York, let's say something happened. But Some, we see him at the end of Endgame. I understand that. We see him at the end of Endgame, but we don't ever address like if anything happened in New York. But he could be in the Battle of New York because if he didn't go back right away, let's say, who knows, he's there in, in Iron Man, saw him and landed and was like, oh, who the hell are you? And, oh, I'm here to help. I'm so-and-so. And all of a sudden, he is now canon fighting in the Battle of New York because he had shown up to get the infinity stones and all this other stuff what if he is now canon in the battle of new york because he got roped into something because he's ant-man he's going to get roped into something and so that's why we saw him in the play it's not random because he's the only one out of place we saw him in the play because now due to the events of endgame which also, I guess, I guess the Infinity Stones are the only thing that would confirm the Infinity Stones. Removing an Infinity Stone is the only thing that would cause a branch of reality then. Or we're now living in a branch of the MCU's reality because if anything was different, according to the Ancient One, if anything was different, there would be a branch, right? But she was just referring to the Stones. So maybe if the stones are all in place, it doesn't matter what else happens. So maybe now Ant-Man is canon in the battle in the Battle of New York because he was left there by Ant-Man and Captain America, or by uh, Iron Man and Captain America. I know, I see it in your face. I just convinced you and I blew your mind that he's going to be canon in the Battle of New York. Now and we're going to address it in Quantumania. Two of the many reasons why that's impossible. Why it's impossible? Bring because it. the battle was already done by the time they got back there and by the time they took the Tesseract battle was over and for two hawkeye said that guy wasn't there why is he up here don't you think if it had changed things hawkeye would have remembered fighting with scott but hawkeye hawkeye was on vormir Haw- and and but if it and changed we're not the talking when he is in endgame it would have altered his, his memory but his it wouldn't alter his current memories his memories would be the same his his timeline if, it, if he if you change the past then your memories are going to change with it. I don't I don't think so. I'm I'm telling you I think I think that Marvel's time travel is going to be some of the most convoluted shit. It's going to be more because they want to talk about back to the future time travel and all this other Doctor Who time travel. So I think this I I'm telling you this is you what they're going to do. You grasp at threads anyway though. I'm grasping at threads, but there's there's no reason they would stick Ant-Man in it. Why Why would they stay, stay, stick Ant-Man in it? And why, if Ant-Man became this massive fucking superhero overnight, like became the newest lead Avenger, that he's so big that we have to stick him in a play about a historical event that he wasn't in? Why does Hawkeye not say, oh, he wasn't there, uh, but he's so big now, he's got to... Oh, another thing, because um, things would have changed, why wasn't Scott added to the plaque for New York? Mm. Okay. Oh, don't look at me like that cuz I just blew your mind. Okay. No, you brought up a good point. <laughs> I didn't think about the plaque. Yeah. I honestly think because I've if, completely forgot about if that. If you pay attention more specifically when Hawkeye is with his family or whenever he tries to buy something and everybody's like, "Oh no, you're good. You're a hero." Blah, blah, blah. The whole theme of it, I think, is civilians overstepping boundaries. Yeah. And making more out of shit or, or whatever you want, you know, putting the, putting them on a pedestal, making them celebrities and, and whatnot. Yeah. 
And I think it was just like, you know, honestly, that was just a reflection of, of like, uh, you know, pompous Broadway thing. And it was like, you know what? We, we could probably use another dancer. What's another one of those heroes? And they're like, you know what? Yeah. There was this guy who grew really big at this airport in Germany. Yeah, maybe. Know? Maybe put I, him in there. And again, that's that. I mean, not Marvel only airport in so Germany. Precise, that's a reach. N- well, I no, you could be that. right. You, you could be right because not only the airport in Germany was a big deal, but he was all over the news when he did it in San Francisco too, when he was Giant Man. So maybe he's. Oh fuck yeah, Ant Man too. Yeah, or well, Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, could be. I mean, oh, or I just thought too, it could be like witness accounts put him there because people saw him. So maybe somebody from the play saw that an ant that Ant Man was there. Who knows? I don't yeah. know. I mean, personally, that's what I. Th- I don't think it's yeah. It's some monumental the, thing. The plaque is huge. the The plaque is a big thing. The fact that that doesn't have his name on it, it does kind of defeat my argument there. Pow pow! It's just pow, what pow. I do. Well, there you go. That's the point zero one times. I'm not right. Right there. You got it. Literally. <laughs> It's, it's been recorded there you go everybody's heard it <laughs> um I, I mean there's possibly you could be right but i'm just saying if so then I've why got, wouldn't he be i've on the got plaque. three big yeah. plot holes yeah you're right why wouldn't he why wouldn't he be on the plaque is my question and like i said by the time that they got back there the fight was done so it's like scott jumps up and hey guys hey yeah said he's like we're done yeah, yeah, it's all over. The only thing that would have changed is he got shawarma with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. Well, and I'm, yeah, well, and I'm just thinking like if if people, that's what I'm saying. Like if if people saw him, and maybe like okay, like we didn't see him fight. The battle was over, but maybe all the Avengers. My thought was maybe all the Avengers just thought, you know, well, oh, he's been here. Yeah. Any, anywho, any horror. Um, and then, yeah, we mentioned before, but since we've been carrying on about Ant-Man forever now, uh, <laughs> David Dastmalin, uh, I'm going to butcher that name, uh, Kurt from Ant-Man will no longer be returning. I know you said we mentioned it before, but we mentioned Ant-Man and it's here in my notes anyway, so <laughs> I just thought we'd throw it in there anyway. For those who missed last episode. Exactly. People could just be finding this episode right now. You never know. So that's going on. Um. So obviously last episode was all about Oscars. But an Oscar moment that we just kind of glanced over yeah. was the fact that beating all the Endgame, all the Spider-Man No Way Home, the three Spider-Man scene, and... Is the Flash, the Speed Force moment in Zack Snyder's Justice League, where he kind of went back and, like, not went back in time, but went into the Speed Force. Joined, and, like, yeah, entered yeah. the Speed Force. For some reason, that one biggest, is it biggest crowd, biggest cheer? It was like fan favorite. Oscars cheer moment. Yeah. For the biggest Oscars cheer moment. Uh, it's a fan voted thing, which obviously, I mean, that kind of makes sense, but. It's a fan, I mean, my just because my thought is the people who would be voting for Avengers and Spider-Man, I don't think are watching the Oscars. Um, but 
Justice League they may have because it was a four-hour movie and HBO. It was infinitely better than... But why... Here's my question. Why is a blue screen scene by himself, one actor who's talking to the Speed Force, who's just trying to like relay his last words, right? I don't remember any huge... In a movie that doesn't matter. Yeah, I don't remember any huge, crazy thing. Like, he was... He fucking went back and he that's fell. what caused Flashpoint, he, you know? He fell or tripped or something, yeah. lost his speed. So it was like, oh, no. Yeah. And then he tried it again, and then that's when he got it, his big hero yeah. moment. But the moment they're talking about is literally just like that blue screen moment where he's, like, sprinting That's what I'm saying. When, when he tried again yeah. is when he... But what part... To me, does a just completely blue screen by himself thing overtake 19 years of movies combining or 12 years of movies combining into the probably the biggest Marvel phrase? Yeah, the biggest Marvel phrase. Everybody's waiting for them to say this. They've hidden a lot of these people coming back. We've seen the pictures of the set and the stunt people and how many people. We're on one set trying to, not to mention they filmed um, Infinity War and Endgame together. But, like, it wasn't a blue screen scene is what I'm saying. And And let the record show that uh, my buddy Chris here is a huge Flash fan. Yeah, massive. Flash is by and far my favorite superhero. So for him to be mad that the Flash won this moment really speaks volumes yeah it's it's just not honestly honest to god i mean cg obviously not but grant gustin's flash speed force moments are by and far better than that speed force moment. and that's cw tv yeah like all except for like that's budget but like the at the end of what was it season three where like the speed force came and got him and he left his mother and all yeah yeah, um, yeah, yeah, because yeah. he had to take her place. Yeah, so he, that the CG was really bad, and I didn't like that scene. But overall, he does a much better job than, and that's putting aside Ezra Miller's run and all the rest of this. But apparently, we should probably stop insulting Ezra Miller. Um, there's been some issues, and he may be violent. Ezra Miller is once again in the headlines, <laughs> criminally. Again. <laughs> again. Because um, a couple has filed for a temporary restraining order against him. And this is after he was at least contacted. I'm not sure if he was arrested in that bar for getting a little... I, I think uh, it said he was. Yeah, for getting too drunk and getting a little too aggressive and what whatever. Yelling obscenities. Um, yelling obscenities and snatching and things. And, yeah. yeah. Lunged at a couple of yep. people. Um, which a few nights prior to this incident, I guess, where he went and threatened that he was going to kill them. Let me. And he said the quote burst into their home. While saying this is the quote from the article Bed- from comicbook.com. Their bedroom, I believe. Yeah, burst into yeah, burst into their bedroom and threatened them, saying, "Quote, I will bury, I will bury you and your slut wife." End quote. And I guess this was on Monday. 
So uh, all to top off in what 2019, 2020, 2019. He was, was accused early of, days of um, COVID. Yeah, there was a video that leaked online. It was him choking some woman. I don't know if her identity was ever known. If it was someone he was seeing yeah. or, or. And we would have more information on this if this didn't come up as we were hitting record on the podcast. Yeah, like, literally, this was a last minute thing. Yeah, um, we had not seen this. But yeah, there's. It a was video. only posted at two eleven today. It was a video at some ski resort um, in, I think, Iceland. He was choking her out or, or something. Yeah. But... Um, well, it wasn't it argued... It was early that COVID was, days, so everybody was freaking out over that. Yeah, it was shoved to the bottom because I think it was argued that it was like some sort of consensual or something. Like it was they were yeah. messing or... I, don't, I didn't know much about it. I'm not going to comment much on it. Just saying that was a thing he was in. Yeah, and I'm just scanning this. I mean, but he's got two major movies coming out with Fantastic Beast and Flash, which he's the star of. Yeah. So, I mean, and Flash is opening up this whole new universe, so I don't know what's going on here. Like, is it, you know, is this uh, like a mental situation? Is he too stressed? Is Because he can't keep up. He can't keep up with his career. He can't keep up with the DC stress. Because that's going to be on his shoulders, essentially, now. Yeah. Him and Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Because Batman and Superman are gone. And I'm sure he's under a ton of stress. Not making excuses, but just a reason he's stressed. Because didn't he take a large creative role in the Flash movie? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, he wanted to like make sure you know they got it right as far as like um, the context and stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'll read I'll read this quote just while I have it here while we're on the Edgar Miller um, from the earlier arrest. And this is in Hawaii, by the way. This is a quote from the article. During the course of their investigation, police determined that the person later identified as Ezra Miller became agitated while patrons at the bar began singing karaoke. Miller began yelling obscenities at one point and grabbed the microphone from a 23-year-old woman singing karaoke which is a disorderly conduct offense, and later lunged at a 32-year-old man playing darts, which was a harassment offense, the things he was charged for. Um, the bar owner asked Miller to calm down several times to no avail, and I believe that's when the police were called. So, yeah. He's, yeah, it's something. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of craziness going on here, <laughs> here, here in Hollywood lately. Yeah. Um, so, brief thing, because it's as if it wasn't already big enough news for the past two weeks. Um, Barry Keoghan's Joker. Joker full face is revealed. Yeah, the deleted um, scene came out. Yeah, so he's like deformed, can't not smile. Yeah. Uh, like his face is severely deformed. Jacked up yeah. teeth, is scarred, like burned head. Yeah. Crazy haircut. Yeah, it's rough, but awesome. Like, it's it's really digging into, you know, horror the whole time, you think, but nothing about the, they called it kind of horror-esque, but nothing about the Batman was too scary. That was yeah. a little, like, that's all, that's like a monster, you know? Yeah, honestly, it. it was it was creepy shit to me. And see, I'm going to sound hypocritical because, you know, I one of the things I said about Jared Leto's Joker was that, 
it was a little too different and I didn't like it. Which are things, like, words I hate saying because I'm all about, you know, like, uniqueness and shit. Yeah. Um, his, it was just done wrong. Like, that was modern trash, you know, pill dealer. Yeah. You know, like, this is completely different, but this is, this is, like, deformed, you know, almost paranormal, like, entity. Yeah. You know, it, like, this is... A whole different ball game. I like it. Honestly. Oh yeah, it's creepy. Like, yeah, it looks I, good. And when they get into, if they get in, I'm sure they will, because the face paint is usually unanimous. Um, yeah, uh, across all the all the jokers, but it, the the face with the face paint will look great. I think, especially if we really see him. Even with the, I don't know how they're going to do it with the prosthetic. I'm sure because I'm sure it's a prosthetic mouth. Um, I don't know how they're going to get like a big grin if they do like a big Joker grin out of them. But either way, the grin's going to be creepy with those teeth, <laughs> one way or the other. Um, and not movie wise, but Suicide Squad: Kill the Justice League has delayed. been delayed uh, from 2022 to 2023. Yeah. If it doesn't get pushed further, because we can't get a video game out on time in the last five years, is seeming to be the case. Everything's everything's been pushed here. So <laughs> you said semen, <laughs> seeming to be the case. Seeming to be the case. Um. Yeah, it's DC. So like, yeah. Who, I mean, when when it has a release ever gone yeah. right? I mean, we're not besides gonna get, the Batman. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure we're not going to get Flash now until you know 2028. So <laughs> why not? Why not um, push everything else back? And you know what? Marvel's going to end up beating them again because Midnight yeah. Suns. I I want to say this summer. Yeah. Midnight Suns is supposed to be out, which I am fucking hyped for. Oh yeah. For those who don't know it, it's going to be like an Ultimate Alliance style um, fighting game, Marvel yeah. characters. Um, but the whole point of this is it's going to be like basically the bright, colorful, happy Avengers meeting yeah. the dark underside. Your Blades, your Ghost Riders, your, your Moon, Moon Knight, your Black Knight, yeah. exactly. Yeah, and fighting a lot of the other stuff. Like I saw Magic, Colossus' okay. sister. Um, uh, I want to. I, I saw all the people I just named too. Yeah. But, but there's a couple. But like the darker side, and that's what the whole game is about. Yeah. And everybody's got specials like Wolverines. Oh, looks so badass. Yeah, I mean, so well, we're supposed to get yeah, because yeah, we're supposed to get the Wolverine uh, game too at some point. But I don't think we're expecting that until 2023 anyway. If if that honestly, because you gotta think they've got Spider Man two coming out too, and we've got advertisers for both of them around the same time, but no indication on release. So yeah, well, it's supposed to be a shorter episode. We're a little over an hour here, but um, so any just let's final thoughts on Moon Knight. What do you got? Oh. Um, I like it. I'm excited. Uh, it's very unique and different. If you are still listening and you've spoiled yourself, you know, do it. If you're not sure, yeah, here's your sign. Watch it. Yeah, definitely watch it. And there's even, 
even spoiling the things we have, it's it's still so worth watching. Just want yeah, to see it all, obviously. Nothing, but it's not like anything Marvel you've seen. Yeah, it's really not. So don't go expecting, you know, a a Wandavision or anything like that. It, this is different. Um, so I'll, I'll my final, basically the same thing. My my final thoughts are, I mean, it's amazing. I can't wait to see what they do. I really can't wait to see what they do with two and three because we usually get a big arc mm-hmm. for like two to three. Um, I, so I can't wait to see what they do there. I'm excited to see the Mark. I'm excited oh. to see his fight scenes. Yeah. So my question to you and my question to anyone else listening, um, once again, it's the third or fourth time doing this, but at Mandem Podcast, you can find us anywhere. We'll pose the question on there on at least Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And I might be able to even pose it on Spotify, but my question is, so we get a Marvel connection, a big MCU connection in some way in every TV series. And I know they're saying that this isn't going to be really connected, but you'd think we're, we're probably going to get one big cameo. So I'm not going to get my hopes up for this one. And I'm going to say the only MCU cameo we're going to get is going to be the obvious one of... Black Knight, because we know he's going to be in the London Museum. We know that's where the sword is. I don't think this is where they bring Blade in. But if him and Black Knight are already together, then... And they could. So maybe Blade. Uh, but I'm going to keep my hopes low. I'm going to say it's only going to be Black Knight. What do you think? Who do you think they would bring in as their big uh, cameo, per se? What If I was doing it, what I would do is bring in... Somebody Netflix level, either Charlie Cox's Daredevil or John Bernthal's Punisher. And then I would start establishing this other universe that the whole time it's going, you don't even think, like, this isn't the MCU. This isn't, like, this is Marvel, but this has nothing to do with Iron Man, Spider-Man, whatever. Yeah. And then we do some kind of, like, build that whole underground universe Mm -hmm. that doesn't, like, maybe there's nods here and there. Yeah. But like Spider Man doesn't swoop in, not just yet, at least. You know, so we build that universe and yeah. then the next Avengers or big event is when they they tie together and then it's like, Oh yeah, there we go. Same Bring universe. everybody in. Well, and like I said, let us know. Uh, we're gonna pose the question on social media, we'll make a post and let us know in the comments. Let us know, find us anywhere. Let us know. And you know what? We might even put up a poll between our two guesses and see what you all think out of those two guesses. Um, But just to finish out with something not fandom, do you want to, since you knew about it before I did, um, do you want to bring it up? Sad news. No, because uh, um, your wife is the only one out of the (laughs) three of us that that knows what what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, the short of it, Bruce Willis um, announced that he was going to have to retire from acting, health yes, issues due um, to a medical diagnosis. Yeah, it, it's kind. It sounds kind of complicated to me, but I'm not a big medical guy, I guess. So it is called aphasia, if I didn't butcher that, and it essentially means, based off of my description, because she didn't want to come on. 
and to tell us what it was, even though she has studied it and she knows what it is and she can hear me talking right now. Um, basically he'll start to forget things and it'll kind of probably drive him crazy, but he might start to forget like words and what they mean, or maybe even what they are. They might even drop from existence is basically my understanding, but to sum it, it's, it's affecting his cognitive abilities. The, uh, his daughter rumor had put out an Instagram post and the Instagram post says to Bruce's amazing supporters, We as a family wanted to share that our beloved Bruce has been experiencing some health issues and has recently been diagnosed with aphasia, which is impacting his cognitive abilities. As a result of this, with much consideration, Bruce is stepping away from the career that has meant so much to him. This this is really a challenging time for our family, and we are so appreciative of your continued love, compassion, and support. We are moving through this as a strong family union, unit and wanted to bring his fans in because we know how much how much he means to you. As Bruce always says, live it up and together we plan to do just that. Love, Emma, Demi, Rumor, Scout, Tallulah, Mabel, and Evelyn. So, sad news, but uh, luckily it's not like... It's not his memories. Immediately, like... Yeah, one, it's not his memories, so it's not something quite as tragic, I guess, as, uh, like, a dementia or something. Like, there's still... He might have some hard times with things, but they're still going to have their dad and their husband, ex-husband, you know, whoever. Because Demi's in there, too, so ex-husband. But, <laughs> um, so, sad news, but... He's had a great career, and yeah. you know, Die Hard is my favorite Christmas movie by far. So, <laughs> um, yeah, definitely, definitely sad news. But it's glad that it was still his choice, and it wasn't anything uh, crazy. But all hopes and good goodwill to him, I guess you could say. Yeah. Good luck, and yeah. Godspeed. Well, that's our. That's our Moon Knight episode. Um, so, like we said before, we're basically gonna be we're basically gonna be doing one of these every week as like a bonus episode because we tend to record a day or two before we post on Wednesday, so we don't get to watch man we don't get to watch Moon Knight, and we're not just gonna make every one of our regularly scheduled episodes just Moon Knight because there's other stuff to cover. So, we're gonna go ahead and drop just later in the week. We're gonna aim for like. Thursday, Friday, I mean, you know, we work and yeah, we got to get things together to try to get together and record. And it'll probably be mobile, but either way, we're going to put something out for each episode of Moon Knight. And then the final one will obviously kind of be about the episode. It'll be a longer one, I think, because it'll be about the episode and the show in, in its entirety, probably. And so it'll be fun. It's kind of our first uh, uh, TV series, episodic podcast series. <laughs> I don't know what you want to call it, so... We hope you listen, and we hope you're listening to this. And once again, this is Mandom Podcast. You can find us anywhere on social media, at Mandom Podcast, or if you use like Linktree or go on Linktree, it's just Mandom you can find us on. So Linktree backslash Mandom, whatever it is. So, uh, yeah, thanks for listening. I'm Chris. Tyler. And we will see you next week. Deuces.